0: Welcome back to, well, that's interesting, the Enormous Amount of Pain edition. No! If
1: there's anything I don't want an enormous amount of, it's pain.
0: Wow, it's a new record. Ten seconds in, you're already screaming. (laughs) Already.
1: So much I don't like pain. This is why I stay in bed. You can't get hurt there.
0: (laughs) Today, in between 058 the Emerald Jewel Wasp. Oh, Mm -hmm. my. Mm -hmm. And why stepping on a Lego hurts so much. It hurts so much. So, so much. So, so much. (laughs) Pass. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the uh, already uh, horrified Marissa Riley. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Um, There's nothing scarier than uh, finding a Lego in your foot. Uh, this, (laughs) This Emerald Jewel Wasp. Sounds scary as well, but you know you know mm-hmm. it, it can only it can only dream of being a random lego <laughs> That's
0: right. uh if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock welcome, Dr. Marissa comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we we're going to talk about. Yeah. And I had no idea it was
1: going to be so painful or just traumatic to think about. <laughs> the trauma that comes yeah. with thinking of Legos you uh, in it. your feet. Yeah, you feel it I when you think of it. Feel My foot is like throbbing right yeah. now. Yeah. It's wild.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad I could do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> and for everyone out there. <laughs> uh, we have one Absolutely fabulous member of the flock to thank for half of today's in-betweening. Yeah. Uh, they DM'd us over the Twitter void uh, about the little creature we're about to lose our shit over. So huge thank you to at kissy4647. Ah, uh, adore. Yes, for bringing this miracle of nature to our attention. Thank so. you.
1: Thank you so much, uh, kissy4647. We so appreciate it. Yes. Um, also, we adore you.
0: Yeah. So. And also, massive thank you to everyone who's been emailing, DMing us on Instagram and all the social media stuffs. Please keep sending in what you think is interesting, your experiences, your stories. Fucking, we'll add it to our list and definitely cover it or share it in an episode or in between. So please, don't be shy. Don't. We love hearing from <laughs> yes. you.
1: And we'll, you know, we'll probably reply. And oh, yeah. Absolutely. Toast, toast your comment over oh, a margarita. Exactly.
0: So. <laughs> So, should we begin? We should. Okay. Let's let's shall. So, it's finally spooky season, the most wonderful time of the year. Yes! And I thought Kissy's submission of the Emerald Jewel Wasp was downright perfect. Oh shit. Because, as we shall see, what screams Halloween more than one creature busting out of the chest cavity of another creature? No. <laughs> yes! No. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, it's going to get... Violent. No. <laughs> yes. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. You
1: should be <laughs> Kissy forty-six forty-seven. What have you done? <laughs> what have you unleashed out of another creature's chest yeah. cavity? Uh-huh. Oh.
0: Tell me more. Yes. <laughs> and my friends, that's not even the worst slash most interesting part. Really? Oh my god. Alright, let's uh let's get into it and then get out of it. We should. <laughs> so. We
1: should. Also, that just makes me think of um we saw this french horror movie recently yeah. called um we call it Titan. i think the french call it titan um <laughs> but but i'm from texas so i'm like titane <laughs> um but we saw it and and it's about many
0: things many many things
1: but all of the critics keep saying it's about this woman who has sex with a car and let me tell you the movie is so incredible that her having sex with the car was like the least interesting part. It really was. So I feel like that's what you're saying about um, this particular wasp.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it is like it is like tatine or tatein. Tat- t- 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But yeah, incredible film. Incredible. Just, yeah. Yes. But back to the wasp. Back to the wasp. Okay. So grab a bikini because we're heading into the warm tropical regions of Africa. South Asia, Southeast Asia, Brazil, and the Pacific Islands. Ah. (laughs) We're looking for a bug that has, over millions of years, evolved to be equal parts gorgeous and brain surgeon. Oh my God. (laughs) That's 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 good on paper, let me just tell you. Uh, It definitely lives up to its name, Emerald Jewel Wasp. And it more than hell lives up to the other name it goes by, the Emerald Cockroach Wasp. Oh no, that's... (laughs) That's a nickname I don't want, (laughs) Um. (laughs) and we're going to see why in a minute. But let's start with the shiny parts first. What do you say? Sounds good. (laughs) That's my speed. Okay, Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you a photo of the wasp, uh, and with your, with the best of your doctor abilities, please describe what you see. And of course, all images we talk about today will be on our social media. So please, you don't want to miss it. Come on by, play along. Come on by, play along. All right. So, are you ready? To see the Emerald Jewel Wasp. I think so, okay. yes. All right, here we go. Oh my God, it's so cool. I want to <laughs> wear it. Um, Yeah, so it's
1: like, okay, imagine a wasp and then imagine it was like, the its skin, a, a, every part of it was like a hologram, not a hologram, it, it's shiny yeah. and green. It's yeah. shiny and green, but not just green, it's like green and blue. It, it just looks really damn cool and it's like, it's it's on some sand and it's it looks like it's eating a rock, <laughs> as I, one does. I don't really care what it's doing. It just looks like a a a, a jewel toned mm-hmm. green alien.
0: Yeah, I really uh, like it. And what about the body? What do you say? What would you say, like in terms of its shape and? It's it's wasp shaped.
1: It it's wasp-y. got like um. It's got like a, a chest, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: it's got like a butt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really don't know the words. An <laughs> abdomen, I feel like that's a word you would use. It's it's in segments. It's got like head, chest segment, ass segment. Very well defined. Very well defined. Yeah. Very
0: muscular? I don't yeah. know. All right? And, uh, and it's got these long, gorgeous legs. So yeah. Yeah. she's ready. Yeah, she is ready. She's extraordinarily streamlined, compact, like the body screams athletic. Oh, yeah. It has a beautiful metallic turquoise color that... Gives off like a rainbow glare. That's what I meant by yeah. holo- hologram, holographic. Ho- how it's it's you know it yeah. sparkles. Yeah, yeah. Proving yet again that nature is fierce and queer as fuck. Yeah, so, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, in terms of size, these wasps are itty bitty. Uh, with females just under an inch long. Okay. Males are even tinier, and they lack a stinger. Oh. And the difference in size and weaponry is due to the fact females have a very important task turning a cockroach three times its size into a zombie so its baby can eat it from the inside out. You weren't kidding. That is <laughs> yes. That is
1: very interesting. I I would watch that movie. Um oh, I'm glad you brought that
0: up. Oh <laughs> my god. No, no, I know. I know. Let's um Also, <laughs> I
1: wish I could turn cockroaches into zombies and then just send them to the homes of my enemies oh. and just be like Go, crawl into their beds, yeah, weird them out. They'll yeah. never know it was me because it's you. Yeah.
0: That's, oh, that's I got
1: really yeah. maniacal for yeah. a second there.
0: You got, you got real mean. I don't even really have any enemies. <laughs> I thought I knew you. <laughs> so I'm glad you brought up the movie thing because, my friends, it's time for the horror portion of our show. Yes! And, Dr. Marissa, I'm going to go ahead and push you into the pool without any flotation devices. Okay! <laughs> so- uh I've got a 3 minute video here that I'd like us both to watch. Okay. And we're about to see why this insect is also called by its second name. Oh. Yeah. Now, if you at home would like to play along or if you're at work, gather your coworkers. Yes, do it. <laughs> if you're driving, don't even pull over. Just get out your phone and open YouTube. We won't tell. <laughs> so search. Please search the uh neuroparasitogy. Okay. Big word ends in T O G Y. Neuroparasitology of the Jewel Wasp and its zombie cockroach host. Amazing. It's a long title, but it's worth it. Uh, This video is brought to you by the good people over at the Entomological Society of America, where the party don't stop. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. (laughs) uh, There's actually a shit ton of videos on the Jewel Wasp attacking its... uh, host Uh, but this one is super special because it has captions uh, that describe what's happening and Dr. Marissa I'd love for you to read along and help narrate I would love to do that yeah and please tell us how the female wasp disables the roach and like what she does with it yeah and I thought we could also add our own like color and you know to provide additional details about what we see and feel because there's a lot going on here if there's one thing I can do it's add my own color to something (laughs) Uh, and whenever you need need to pause it, just say pause it, and we can digest what we're seeing. Can also do that. Yeah. And when we get to fancy words that aren't really explained or whatever, and something needs a bit more info, I'm gonna pause it and break it down so we so we can really understand this horrible death slash circle of life even further. So sounds. What do, you, what do you say? I think that sounds amazing. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. So right. I'm pulling it up right now. All Here's right. YouTube. Here's the opening title card okay the
1: opening title card can i get started let's do it okay cool cool cool. the opening title card is the wasp in parentheses empelix compressa seeks a cockroach in parentheses periplenta americana and ambushes it i love that the word americana is in a cockroach's cockroach.
0: technical name it's pretty great that's so funny all right here we go all right all right, all right.
1: All right. OK, so we see the pretty. Uh, oh, wait, pause. Um, OK, so first caption. Uh, the wasp approaches her victim and grabs the base of the wing or pronotum. Pronotum. OK, so what I see so far is I see. I like how we had to pause it like two seconds. Yeah, now because there's already so fast. So much going on. So we see one of these beautiful wasps, and she's approaching a cockroach, and it looks like they're in some sort of bathtub setting. (laughs) It's very very New York. It's very (laughs) New York. I feel like I've seen this before. I feel like I filmed this. Um, And now we see she's kind of getting really close to it, and um, she is, in fact, grabbing uh, the base of the
0: wing. Kind of like... The neck area. Like, if you yeah. couldn't imagine, if it's between the head and the wing, it's just like right in the middle. It's like, bam, she's got it.
1: She's got it yeah. really fast. The yeah. Cockroach didn't stand a chance. No,
0: not at all. Okay,
1: here we okay. go. Okay. Oh, she's flipped it over. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I like how you knew to pause. <laughs> this is happening so fast. Now, remember, as I talk about this, this thing is so much smaller than the cockroach. Effortlessly, she just flips it over. Yeah, like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Okay. Okay, oh, the cockroach is struggling and she is kind of on the right next to the cockroach, yeah. holding it down. And the crazy thing is, so she's got her head uh, at, at that neck part of the cockroach, but then her stinger, which is in her ass, right? Pretty Not much. in her ass, but in the back area. In the butt.
0: Has,
1: <laughs> she is completely folded. So her so her stinger is is in the same place as her mouth. Does that make sense? That's exactly right. Yeah. She's folded in half. Oh, she okay, there's a caption. She extends the point of her abdomen for her sting into the first thorac- uh, thor- thoracic ganglion. You got it. Here we go. Yeah. All right, so she's stinging it yeah. uh, in the neck, and, it's in, and the cockroach is twitching less and less. Yeah. And she's still got... The, oh, I'll I'll read the caption instead oh, no. of doing my own feeble like whatever. No, you got it.
0: Yeah, um, it's uh, it's really incredible. It's just like effortless what eff- he's doing.
1: Effortless, and it says the venom induces a temporary paralysis uh, of the first pair of legs. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It's slowing down. Okay, and then we have a, a separate title card that says, um, G-A-B-A, GABA, mm-hmm. in the venom shuts down the ganglion motor circuitry to prevent leg movements. This greatly facilitates the second sting into the head ganglia. Yeah. Oh my God, we're not even done. No, we are we're not, not even, even done. That was we're just the first
0: sting. That was yeah. like 20 seconds of this like three-minute video. Give me more. Okay, so... Just to break it down, uh, GABA, as you said, is mm-hmm. not to be confused with the Swedish pop band ABBA. Fair. It's, a, <laughs> it's a neurotransmitter that blocks impulses between nerve cells in the brain. So okay. in this case, the stunned front legs and the brain of the roach can't communicate, oh. which means that the roach can't defend itself or block the wasp from what it's about to do next. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah.
0: But it's still awake. Totally awake. It's horrifying. Yeah. Here we go all right moving on
1: come on on. here we go all right okay so she then stings her long stinger through the cockroach's neck into his brain okay so we're that's basically what she's doing except now she's she's like really working yeah she's like really on top of it. it it looks almost like she's floating it's crazy yeah
0: she's really in there the bug is on its back, uh, to- completely helpless. Completely helpless. Yeah.
1: It's kind of still twitching its back legs, though. All right, now she's just straight up in the air.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, delivering a cocktail of mind-altering venom. Incredible. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's Struggling. The sting, which takes a couple minutes to deliver, has two effects. For the first half hour. Uh, it causes the cockroach to obsessively groom itself. And that is exactly what we're seeing. Yeah. So basically, um, we saw her deliver this venom. Mm-hmm. And then in the next shot, the cockroach is alone yep. and on its upright side. Mm-hmm. And it is cleaning itself with its little...
0: Yeah, it's cleaning its antenna. Mm-hmm. Antenna. Yeah, it's
1: wild. Wow. Okay, um, such grooming is initiated by the presence of dopamine in the venom. Uh, the grooming is accompanied by a secretion of antimicrobials, which could create a hygienic subs, uh, substrate for wasp egg. Yeah. Okay, so
0: walk me through what that means. Sure. So uh, what's super fascinating about that second sting is that she's not just plunging her stinger into the bug's head yeah okay uh ram gal a neurobiologist at israel's ben Gurion university probably yeah i nailed that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um ben told Wired.com in an email quote the wasps the wasp can now uninterruptedly steer its stinger through the different tissues within the cockroach's head capsule until it finds using using specialized sensory organs on the tip of its stinger the cockroach's brain oh my god the wasp feels its way through the brain depositing venom in two different spots end quote so it's bonkers that second sting while she was like on top of it she was using her stinger to like feel through the cockroach's brain to where she needed to be and deliver that venom that is, Which is crazy, wild that yeah. they just
1: instinctively know how to do that because yeah. obviously it's not been to med school. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it insane. just insane. Yeah. And also the fact that th- there's just so much crazy stuff going on. Yeah, that it does that in the brain, and then I guess part of this next process is because it's feeling great from the dopamine. Yeah. Um, it starts secreting those antimicrobials that I'm guessing the wasp will then eventually use for yeah, eggs. You,
0: you're going to see why it, it, it cleaned its uh, antenna. Okay. You're going to see why it cleaned it. Uh, and yeah, it's cleaning itself because it's going to be uh, a host. Yeah. Oh. Essentially. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So. Oh shit. It's take. It's yeah. It's. it's it's basically showering itself for the event to come. Oh I God. know. I
1: know. It's putting on the lotion. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's putting on the lotion. Putting it back in the basket. Yeah, exactly.
1: Wow. Yeah. Very obedient. Um, I know. Obedient. So
0: here we go. Sorry, the title cards. Okay.
1: All right. All right. So can you pause it? Sure. Um, so we... Now see, um, well, I'll read the, the card. Uh, second, after a half hour of grooming, the cockroach becomes sluggish. So basically, we see a cockroach. It's not really doing anything, mm-hmm. which is crazy because the uh, wasp is kind of circling it and yeah, jumping the, around. The
0: wasp came back. The mm-hmm. wasp
1: came back. And, and it's kind of tired. I mean, the cockroach is tired not doing anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. All right. So the wasp is circling it. Uh, it does not try to escape. Yeah, cockroach is not trying to escape. Yeah. Meanwhile, the wasp walks off in search of a suitable nest. Yeah. So here we see a wasp. Um, if you've ever had like uh, some sort of hair product that uh, has a pump, it found this little plastic top, like a clear plastic yeah. top. But, Everyone's yeah, seen like them a before. Tube. Like yeah. it's like a little tube, and we can see uh, this wasp kind of checking it out and going inside and yeah. touching
0: things. So yeah, exactly. Uh, also, as a side note, according to that neurobiologist in the wild, the roach could stay like that for days until the wasp returns. So it'll just hang out waiting for the wasp to return. That just sluggish and just chilling. So creepy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and a part of me is like, humans would never do that, but we would. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. This yeah. is crazy. Humans would do that uh, with poisons and stuff or...
0: With emotions. Yeah. I, this is wild. Yeah. This is wild. Yeah. So she's found a little hole to, yeah. Well, you know what? Let me display it. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So uh, returning,
1: she gnaws off one of the cockroach's antenna, yep. which is what she's doing. She's pulling it. Um, and the cockroach is just fine with it. Yep. It's letting her. Uh, and it takes a few re- refreshing sips of oozing juices. Yep. Oh, my God, That's what it's doing. Yeah, it's drinking from the antenna. It's drinking yeah. from the antenna. And once again, like I said, the cockroach, to- not stressed at all. Not at all. Totally, totally fine Totally into this. it,
0: letting it happen. Uh, so why the fuck is the wasp doing this? Well, it's moved on from brain surgeon to vampire, basically. Oh, great. It's drinking hemolymph, which is the insect equivalent of blood. And okay. it, gives, it gives the wasp kind of like a pick-me-up to recharge. That's the theory. that the scientists is, are going with, it, yeah.
1: This is evil
0: in so many ways. Yeah. I know it's a part of nature, but like, oof. Yeah, so that's why it was cleaning its antenna. They think uh, it's good. It, uh, it's drinking from it. It's cleaning <laughs> itself so so it can be eaten.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, all right, I guess we should continue.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, it's still drinking this antenna. Then she walks her zombie cockroach to the burrow which is what she's doing. She's kind of pulling it by the neck, Uh, like an obedient dog on a leash. Uh, After inserting her venom in the selected burrow, she attaches an egg onto the coxal segment of the middle leg. Pause. Yeah. Okay. so she has, um, oh, gross. Um, (laughs) She has pulled uh, the cockroach, just kind of like as if you were pulling someone by their hair. Yeah. Um, So maybe the head area. and then she pulled it into that little, you know, cap that we were talking about. And uh, she fucking put an egg in it. Yeah. She put
0: an egg in its, like, chest area. Yeah, like kind of like in the armpit uh, area. Yeah, between, I would Between, like, the leg. Like, yeah, the pit between. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine your pit. There's an egg there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she just walked it right in. Uh, the cockroach did not struggle. She walked it in and nope. uh, planted oh. her egg. Also, I just have to say, cockroaches up close. No. No,
1: thanks. Nope. Oh, even worse.
0: Yeah, so there we go.
1: All right, so we can see the egg. Okay, then she searches for material to... Oh, can you go back just a little bit? I really want to know what it just said, because that looked vital. Okay, then she searches for material to plug the entrance uh, to keep her fresh meal uh, secured from potential scavengers. About two days later, the egg hatches into the larva. I'm going to pause it. Um... Yeah, you get Hold it. Hold on. Uh, two days later, the egg hatches into the larva that starts feeding
0: on the roach's juices. Ah! Yeah, you see how big it got? Yes. It, like, tripled in size, oh, and
1: Oh, uh, my yeah. God. This is so gross. Okay. Um, uh, after two molts, the last instar larva ravenously works its way into the abdomen of the live cockroach. Yep. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. That is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's big. It's this big. It's big and it's Oh, you can see it moving. Okay. Ugh. Um and okay, now the cockroach is kind of on its side. It looks like it's uh, it looks like it's 9 months pregnant now. It looks like it's 9 Ugh. months pregnant. You can see it moving inside. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> oh. Great. Okay, keep playing. Keep playing. Yeah. Is the cockroach still alive? Okay. She cleans off the cockroach inside, sparing the gut and the nervous system. It's still alive. It's still alive. So it's... Oh! Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. This is disgusting. All right. Now we're... Oh, pause. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think we're seeing the inside now. Um, the larva also sanitizes the cockroach carcass with a blend of
0: antimicrobials. So I think we're seeing the inside. Yes. Yeah, so the cockroach. They, they stuck a camera. They uh, stuck a camera. They gave it, not only is this poor thing being eaten from the inside out slowly, they gave it a colonoscopy, basically. Great. So, so we could see the larva um, cleaning. Cleaning. It's basically doing some house cleaning um, Just, before the before the big finish, basically. <sighs> oh my
1: god, this yeah. is gross. Yep. Okay, okay. Tell, show me more.
0: Oh, it really is cleaning. Yep.
1: Oh, it's getting it's a little slobber. To create a hygienic sub... Uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, go back. Go back. Oh, I'm going back. Okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I have to know everything. Okay. To create a hygienic substrate for cocoon spinning inside that host, uh, as the final stage, the at this final stage, the wasp offspring cocoon impregnates the cockroach abdomen. Oh, my God. And that's what it's doing. Um... Roughly 40 days later, a new wasp emerges from the cockroach carcass. Gross. And that's what's happening. It's just coming out of the top. It's totally fine. Looks like its parent.
0: Looks exactly like her.
1: And the crazy thing, okay, she struggles her way out. This is really gross. In search of another cockroach victim to start the cycle again. Oh, my God. Ah, I'm, like, dabbing my head from the sweat. Oh, my gosh. That was a lot. Yeah. I mean, this is scarier than hereditary. <laughs> I am just horrified. Horrified. Yeah. Horrified. Yeah. Tell me more, Jill.
0: Yeah, so it just busted out. Uh it it looked identical to the mother. Identical. It's just bonkers. Same size, same color. Just living inside of a cockroach. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. Yeah. So if you can't find anything good on Shudder this Halloween weekend, just play that three-minute video. There you go. (laughs) Nothing will be scarier. Now, this attack is intense and happens within seconds. Yeah. Literally, the the average attack only takes 11 seconds. Wow! Yeah. That's why we had to pause it so many times. Yeah. It it just happens so quickly. Instantly. Uh, The Emerald Jewel Wasp means fucking business and can't make a mistake taking on a creature taking on a creature that's like three times her size. Damn. She can't risk getting physically injured because, on average, these wasps only mate once in their lifetime. Crazy. And they carry all their fertilized eggs with them. So she needs to be healthy enough to move on to the next roach and plant the next egg. That's a lot of pressure. I see why she's so good and intense about this. (laughs) She's like, this is my, this is it. This is it. This is it. I get one shot. Yeah. So here's another fascinating layer of this Insect zombie cake, Uh, Ram Gal, the neuroscientist, ran a couple of lab experiments and some interesting shit happened. Mm. Uh, After a wasp laid her egg in the armpit of the roach uh, and then bounced, Ram removed the egg just to see what would happen to the bug. Oh my god. When you know it, the roach returned to being a normal roach just a couple (gasps) of days later. So it turns out that venom wore off and is not a total hijacking of the brain's bug or consciousness Rather, it looks like the cocktail makes roaches more suggestible and easily manipulated rather than a full-blown zombie situation. It's still bad. It's so bad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, remember when the wasp walked the roach over to the makeshift glass like it's, like it was on a leash? Seriously, yeah. it's so
1: creepy. It's like
0: brilliant because the roach is too big to carry and the wasp needs it to move. So in some like... The venom recipe is a clever balance between the wasp being it, totally in control, but also the roach having some choice, but being super suggestible and like easily manipulated.
1: Yeah, like imagine you had to move like a basketball player, but you couldn't carry them. Um, what a terrible situation that would be. Yeah. Um, so you need. I okay. I hate this analogy, but you get it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like someone three times your size, and like, well, I can't completely disable them but right. I, I need them to do exactly what i want yeah 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 so that's that thing, thing. that's the emerald jewel for everyone and i'm sure it's being militarized as we speak you so know it after the break we answer a question for the ages why in god's name is stepping on a lego the worst goddamn thing why <laughs> it's so bad so stay tuned please do And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And we're standing in one of the most dangerous places on Earth. Oh, no. (laughs) A child's room. (laughs) No. 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 That's right. And we're surrounded by a rainbow of landmines. No. (laughs) Tiny, tiny two by two inch plastic blocks that have been scattered on floors around the world since 1932. Oh my God, that's such a long time. time. My feet hurt even more. Odds are you or someone you love has been a victim of Legos (laughs) at least once. Um, I'm talking about the most unfortunate incident of stepping on just one of these blocks, a toy whose name translates from Danish to tiny demon oh my (laughs) god are you serious okay 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 you really i really believed you
1: oh my god
0: your eyes got so big oh
1: my god (laughs) i was was about to blow my mind Uh,
0: so lego is an abbreviation of two danish words uh like okay g-o-d-t uh and it translates to play well. Oh, that's very so cute. Very sweet. Until you step on one. <laughs> so, now, before we get into the explanation as to why stepping on a Lego is a very unique kind of pain, first we need to ask why is that incident so damn common? Why? So, well, for one, Legos are a toy. Yeah. And toys are generally left on the ground for lengthy periods of time than say objects that are not toys. So, generally, if you see a sharp object on the ground, you notice it, pick it up, Put it away safely. Yes. And a toy, not so much. No. Nah. Yeah. And these toys are some of the most popular on Earth. Yeah. In 2014, the toy's manufacturer, the Lego Group, stated that there are enough Lego bricks to give every person on Earth 83 bricks each. Oh,
1: my God. I love that they
0: know that. It's yeah. really cute. <laughs> That's a lot, though. So there are a lot of them out there just silently lying in wait for a foot. Oh, my God. So... Now, my friends, we can answer why it hurts so damn much. Yes. Well, according to todayifoundout.com, quote, the soles of the feet are one of the most sensitive areas of the human body. Right, no. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with things like the lips, genitals eyes and hands in terms of how sensitive to touch and pain stimuli they are if you're wondering why our feet need to be this sensitive it's because our feet are constantly working to keep us balanced and the information from the nerves in them are vital for allowing the brain to adjust accordingly to keep a person from falling over i
1: see i see i see that makes sense but also they're on the ground (laughs) they're on the ground all all day every day heads up
0: nature yeah (laughs) I'm so happy I have shoes. So, Dr. Marissa, how many nerves do we have exactly, and where are a large number located? I would love to tell you. All right, quote, our feet contain around 8,000 nerve
1: endings. (laughs) Oh, my God. These uh, nerve endings hold receptors for both touch and pain responses. Some of these nerve endings are very close to the skin. That is one of the reasons why feet are ticklish in some people, end quote, from health healthline.com. I get it. There you go.
0: I get it. So lots of sensitive nerves, very close to the skin is just half of the glorious reason this pain exists. But my friends, the other half has to do with the near indestructibility of a damn Lego itself and our friend physics. Yes. I want to
1: blame the Lego. (laughs) I do not want to blame my feet. So here's what I mean.
0: Back in 2012, Dr. Ian Johnston, an applied mathematician and lecturer in engineering, got his hands on a hydraulic press okay. and a Lego brick okay. just to see how much force was needed to crush one of these things. Oh, my God. Now, according to the BBC article, How Tall Can a Lego Tower Get?, the test Lego didn't break until a staggering 4,240 newtons of force was applied. Oh, my God. Or the equivalent of 950 pounds. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. So a single Lego could support 375,000 other Legos before it becomes structurally unsound. Dude, we need to build something with these. I'll build my house. Yeah, this shit could have built like the Roman Empire basically. Or, or that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So needless to say, your puny, sensitive foot against this tiny plastic behemoth really doesn't stand a chance. So, Dr. Marissa, what happens exactly when we step on that there brick? I would love to tell you. All right, quote, so when you step on a Lego
1: brick on a relatively solid surface, there is nowhere for the force you've just exerted to go but right back into your foot and into the huge cluster of nerves it contains. 8,000. This is compounded compounded by the fact that the bricks have little knobs, (laughs) relatively sharp corners, and the soles of the feet are subjected to impact forces that can be equal to around nine times our own body weight while moving. Even when walking slowly, that can produce impact forces equal to double your body weight, end quote. From todayifoundout.com. There are too many things going against us when it comes to Legos.
0: Oh, yeah. Just about this everything.
1: Dangerous. <laughs> yes. This is,
0: how are these still legal? Because they're fun. <laughs> they're so fun. They're so fun. Uh, so my friends, the pain we feel is a combo of sensitivity, force, and Lego rigidity. Uh, it's tiny little size, efficiently directing force right back into your foot
1: oh my god can you imagine if squid game like one of the games watch squid game if you haven't yet you will like it i know it's popular but it's very fun if one of the games in squid game was um just walking on legos (laughs) with bare feet i think that would be the worst one (laughs) (laughs) and it's a kid's game i mean it's not a kid's game but it's Kid, kid adjacent. Kid adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I, I'd be tapped out really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I I'd be signing off.
0: Yeah. Someone else take the money. <laughs> I can't do it. Player Marissa, eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, well, there is some good news. No. Like, for, for real good news. Uh, your nervous system. It's got your back. Uh, the pain is brief, thanks to one hell of a communication system. Oh, signals carried by the large diameter myelinated neurons oh. that that link the spinal cord to muscles. Signals can travel at speeds ranging from 156 to 270 miles per hour. Holy shit! Yeah, and that's from theconversation.com. So Holy shit! That's just a super fast way of telling you to get the fuck off that Lego and get the hell out of that kid's room. Get out! That's right. The end. The end.
1: (laughs) God, y'all, be careful out there. I didn't realize how many Legos were in the world. They are. There's um, probably
0: one in your house right now. Oh, my God. somewhere.
1: Do you think there's one in our house? I mean, I don't know if any kids have been here in the last, like, 10 years. (laughs) But, I mean, I bet there is. So. I'm yeah. stressed.
0: Totally stressed. And uh, I will leave you on that note. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you to everyone for rating, subscribing, listening. Uh, tell your friends about the goddamn wasp that yeah. busts out of a cockroach's chest. Oh They'll my love God. it. They'll love it. They'll love it. And uh, keep sending us your shit. We love it. Oh, we really do. We really just appreciate you so much. And please, stay interesting. Oh, Please do.